Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. What'd you say? I said I like that. Yeah, same wavelength. Watch out, Pitch Perfect. We're coming for you. <laughs> We're bitch perfect. <laughs> I hate myself, but at the same time, I don't. I, you know, I absolutely love that. 
They did love it too. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Megan. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. I am joined by my co-host and producer, Melissa. Hello. And together, we make up Eminem, um, an advice podcast where you call in, you leave us voicemails, and then we listen to them and we give you advice. And, you know, despite how great our advice is, this might come a shock to you, but neither of us are licensed, uh, you know, therapists or... Oh, I'm, I'm not licensed. I'm a licensed Zumba instructor. I've got a license to kill. <laughs> Does that mean that you like are a legal gun owner or something? Like, what does I mean, a license to kill mean? It's the isn't that a cop movie? But it's like a phrase. I know, but I think it's because of that movie. Oh, it's a reference. Well, yeah. a cap. So I don't know. Awkward. I'm gonna look it up because this might be all all lies. If you want to call in to an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We um, don't ask. We demand uh, because you will get cut off. You got to keep that voicemail and voice note under three minutes long. And that might not seem like a long... Guys, that's a very... That's a very long time. Mm -hmm. And... To make you best use of that time, write down what you want to say. And that will help you figure out, you can, you know, practice the timing, how long it takes you to say everything. But then it also will help you, you know, get rid of any un- unnecessary details, add the, the stuff that we need to know in. And you need to be 18 or older or have your parents' permission before you call in. And um, License to Kill, what does it mean? It is a reference to the 1989 James Bond. It is the title of that James Bond, License to Kill. So, I mean, close. So, did James Bond have a license? Because he's an MI6 agent. So, yes, he did. So, but that's his license, right? That's what, if we were going to break it down, he's a spy. So, therefore, because he's a spy, he can kill people. So, he has a license to kill. Okay. So, I don't have that, guys, but hey, I'm working on it. You becoming a spy. You could never be a spy. You talk too much to be a spy. Well, no, no, that's not the issue. (laughs) The issue is that I'm not good at doing things without getting without getting accurate credit and praise. And spies have to be be secretive too. Discreet. I don't know her. Not because I can't be. I I don't want to (laughs) be. I don't want to be like no one even knew it was me. Like that's if like I ever murdered someone, I would definitely go to jail because there's no way I could like I would be that you know serial killer in all the movies where they're like we're gonna deliver the profile and we're gonna say that we we found the guy or whatever, but we're gonna say the wrong things or whatever, and I'm gonna be like no, hello, I get credit. Oh my gosh. Well, um, what's new with you? How are you? I'm good, you know, still directing shit, still uh, producing shit, um, still uh, waiting for democracy to happen. <laughs> democracy? I'm, I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> what is What is? Who that? is she? <laughs> Who is she? I don't know her. No. In the words of Mariah Carey, I don't know her. I don't know her. Anything else? Or no, should what we, about uh, you? What's new with me? Yeah. You know chilling in Colorado still um still very unsure about we're recording this on January 8th so are the ICUs are still at zero capacity I mean at 100% they're at full capacity mm-hmm. they're zero openings and we are not going to be traveling back to LA until it is safer to do so so just hanging out here doing 
nothing really doing a lot of puzzles playing Mm -hmm. with the baby he's so so cute he's fully walking now i'm obsessed with him he thankfully he's obsessed with me too he he will grow out of it though eventually which i'm gonna it will break my heart um i don't know i don't i don't know i don't think it necessarily will happen because my nieces and nephews still are at the same yeah yeah especially the big one and she's 13 14 but yeah I mean, you know, my whole dream is that, like, he's into everything that I'm into. So then we, like, so naturally I've been playing him, like, Taylor Swift. Mm. And uh, I tried to find um, a non-explicit censored version of Trixie and Katya. And I tried to, like, you know, I'm like, it does, come on. Does it exist? Uh, it was a TikTok. Okay. That's basically the amount of content I was able to get. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully... Yeah, Hopefully even you the always... boy is the the big boy is now eleven, and we still like he still texts me, and we talk okay, about. Good. You gotta find that one thing that like you still have in common, and like you know, I play my little Marvel Strike Force video game, and so and Among Us, and so like he wants to do those things too. So you oh. know, Sam, so just hoping he doesn't. Um, right now, he likes bugs, and I'm hoping that that's not like the permanent thing because like I'm not a bug person. So I kill him. I would have to learn as soon as I see him. I kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not into it. So we pre-record our up. I mean, we don't pre-record. We record our updates like usually before we start recording the full episode. Um, And this one ran a little bit long and we debated cutting it down and just doing, you know, our normal episode where we have like as many calls as we have. And then, you know, the updates uh, at the start. But this is like so much. It's I don't want to say juicy. It's layered. It's someone's life. Yeah, it's yeah. very layered. And there's like a lot that we, we, I don't think we necessarily harped on anything like over and over and over again. We just like learned more stuff like mm-hmm. as the whole call went on. And this is also a call that got a lot of feedback from listeners who like, were shook um including you know cammy who fucking texted me about this call specifically so we really want to give it it's like due airtime mm-hmm. so we are going to answer some calls and then we're going to get into the update and the update is going to be like the whole second half of the show so please enjoy and um stay tuned i think you guys are going to be i think you'll be sh- as shook and please Please, if you're normally an audio listener and you don't watch the videos, go on Patreon and watch the video because my face when I found out what this call, like what her original call was, I was, I can't even Mm -mm. like, it's just our faces are priceless. This might be one of the best facial episodes. Yeah. (sighs) This is the episode where we get facials. And if we want to monetize it, this is the episode where we give face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, should we get into our calls? Hi, so I am calling because I have been with my boyfriend for six years and we started dating in high school. I am 100% positive that he is my forever person, but I can't help but to think about what I could be missing right now in college. I have friends going out to parties and dancing with guys and hooking up with a variety of people. And I, not right now, obviously, because of the pandemic, but they're all living this life where they're able to talk to multiple people and 
they kind of are discovering themselves slowly but surely. And I feel like I'm kind of stuck because I love my boyfriend more than anything. And I want to be with him for the rest of my life. And I know if I bring this up, it could be the end of our relationship, even though I know I want to be with him for the rest of my life. So I'm not really sure what to do because how does one talk about wanting to have more experiences before we get engaged or get married because I know he's my forever person but I also know I can lose him by having these thoughts or ideas or yeah I don't I'm curious what you're gonna have to say about this because I I can't I I mean neither of us can necessarily like relate to this specific situation but making sure that I had everything out of my system <laughs> before Mots and I even not even everything out of my system yeah but like before Mots and I even started dating because like I I had to get like every guy that I like had kind of been backburnering I was like I'm someone if I'm I'm either dating nobody or I'm dating like multiple people like I'm like if I'm just dating I'm not in a relationship so that's what I did with Mots like I was talking to so many people right at the start just because I was like I need to make sure that I'm not just I don't want to say settling, but like, I want to make sure that like, I'm not so into him just because he's the only person that I'm talking to. And like, this is like what it like, I need something to compare it to. So I, I personally think if you are feeling like you want to have like explore other things, and you're feeling kind of like you're missing out on being single. I think that that's a sign that you need to do that. And I don't even, I, I'm not going to say that I think that's a sign that he's not your forever person, but it's a sign that he, your forever is not starting right now. Like you're not ready for that to start right now. And there's a huge difference because I think about it all the fucking time of like, oh my God, how weird is it that like, I'm not going to like date anybody else most likely ever in my life. Like how weird is that? Like I think about it in like the sense of like, wow, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. But it's not in like a longing. I feel like I'm missing out or I wish I was like, I wish I was like my friends who were single or I feel jealous of their experiences. And you're also equating so much of their personal growth with this experiences. And that's true. I do think that there is a lot of like growth we do when we are like single, especially like as a young adult. And I don't think that you need to deprive yourself of that because you're trying to salvage your relationship by not talking to your partner about this because I don't think that not talking about it will make it go away. Yeah. Yeah. So I think so you have been dating him since you were somewhere in between the age of 12 and 16, like since then. And those are both very like wherever you started, those are all just like really in-depth like parts of your like you're coming of age like you're still even in college like the, these are all times where you're still like trying to figure out who you are who you want to be what you're going to do with your future and you haven't experienced that you haven't experienced any you've experienced all this with the same person you haven't had time to grow outside of your relationship because you've been with one person and like with you Megan 
yes, you and Mots have been like together and he's like here forever and you don't think you're going to be dating anybody else in the future. But you've also lived and been with several other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this gal has it. like that was before Mots. And then like, yeah, at this point, she hasn't been with anyone else, period. They, uh, I think that before you get engaged or whatever you want to do, I think you pro- guys probably should take a break. I don't think, I think that you, there's outside of your relationship, you need time to, even if you just take a break and it, you're not even together, like you take a break just to see who you are outside of relationship and then see who you are like with other people. Because if you're having these doubts, you're going to continue. Ha- if you stay in the relationship without figuring things out outside, you're going to continue having these doubts. And if this is your forever person, is that really something that you want to live with for the rest of your life without discovering what else is out there? Because you're always going to be comparing him to other people. And those other people, you're probably, they probably don't, they're not going to, honestly, they're probably not going to live up to what you expect, but at least you know. Yeah. Well, because it might even be like you guys take a break, um, you see other people and it's like, oh, the grass is greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying, you would only know you'll only know that if you do that, you won't know any other way. And it's not going to like go away or be any less like I know people who like were very seriously dating, broke up, took a break, got back together, end up together. Like it's not something that needs. And I think if you're so afraid that this will be the downfall of your relationship, then that in itself is not the relationship Mm -hmm. for you. Like if you're so, I know for a fact, if I told Mats I needed a year break and I want to just get back, he would be like, okay, we'll do that. Like there, you need to be secure in a relationship to know that like saying what you want and saying what you feel and what you need is not going to make you lose somebody else. And also if it will make you lose them, then you can't change how you feel to accommodate that because this is how you feel. Like you need to honor how you feel. He needs to honor how you feel. And like you said, it's it's these like formidable ages that you're growing up with and you don't know yourself without him. And if you, you don't want to, you don't want to have these feelings on your wedding day mm-hmm. or a year into a marriage or once you've got kids and like, then it like we, gets to a snapping point and then all of this pent-up guilt that you have is just going to ruin everything yeah and also it will ruin your relationship mm-hmm. like it won't even just be like a thing that you're keeping inside like it will make you resent your partner it mm-hmm. will make all of these other things happen and you need to honor those feelings because it's such a valid thing. Like you guys have been together for so, so long, so long. And it doesn't mean that this has to be the end. But for him, if it has to be the end, then you have to respect that. But you can't just like withhold this information for him yeah. because you don't want him to know. So then he will stay. And chances are he's probably having the same thoughts. I was going to say that too. There, This has crossed his mind at some point. hmm I think it's inevitable. I think regardless of your age, but especially because you guys have been together for so long and like you're in college and all of that kind of stuff, like it comes up. Yeah, I think 
I think, I think, I think take a break, take a break. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you establish the terms of your break, unlike Ross and Rachel. We just watched that episode. We were on a break. My favorite quote from that one is, he was like, I fell asleep. And she goes, you fell asleep? <laughs> asleep? <laughs> so good. Uh, should we go on to the next? Yeah. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I hope you all are doing well and staying safe in this holiday season. Um, I am 21 years old. I am a Pisces, but I can take it if you guys want to go hard on me. I have a situation, I guess, that I'm in, and it's mostly just me trying to figure something out for myself. I have been with my boyfriend for almost seven months. It's very great. I love him a lot. Um, he he owns a house. He's 23, and he's a Leo, so very conflicting astrology signs there. Um, he owns a home in the city that I live in and where I am going to college. I currently live with one other person, one of my good friends. We have been roommates for almost two years now in an apartment very close to my college campus. I graduate in May of 2021, and then I will go on to get a teaching job since I am an education major. My question and what I am hoping to get some advice on is whether or not I should move in with my boyfriend in May when my lease is up with my roommate. And before I scare you guys with us only being together for seven months, a little background about my mental health these past um, couple of months and actually really this past year um, is necessary. I went through an extreme depressive episode uh, around April during COVID. Um, It was the first time that I ever considered um, ending my life. And I also in the process have not been able to sleep on my own since then. I get really anxious and nervous about being alone, either in my apartment or in my boyfriend's house. And my mind goes and races to all these conclusions. So for the past few months, it has been uh, me and my roommate comparing when we're going to be at the apartment so that when I'm there, she's there. And if she's not there, then I go over to my boyfriend. Because of that, I don't really have an interest in getting my own place by myself when I get a real job, but I also don't see the current apartment that I'm living in as my home when I have a real job, and I'm over at my boyfriend's house a lot. Um, So I guess that's a little bit of background. Uh, Just let me know what you think about the whole situation by then. In May, it will be a year that me and my boyfriend have been together. We've known each other for much longer. Um, We just recently connected again. So, yeah. Um, If you think this is completely stupid, please let me know. If you think that this may be a good idea, also let me know. Um, I really love listening to your podcast. I've been listening for a couple of years now, and I love the advice you get. So I'm just hoping to get some of my own. This is layered, (sighs) much like an onion. Yeah. I mean... Our usual go-to is don't move in with someone like until you've been together for over a year because like a year, I think a year is when you really get to know someone. But we are in a very different world right now. So I think people have been getting to know each other, like especially dating wise, every relationship that I know of someone is all moving faster. All of it's moving faster. You're either Mm -hmm. breaking up or you're getting married. (laughs) Like, that's pretty much what's happening. Um, 
but I and also my, I I had a I don't know you didn't specifically say your history with him just that you guys were like friends before you knew each other for a time period before um which also is Mats and I and the thing I would say is I think I totally relate to like I'm not someone who like will want wants to live alone wants to sleep alone like at all like I very much get that for mental health reasons the one thing um I don't know if you're in therapy because if you are I would definitely talk to a therapist about this is it's weighing while that is some living with him could alleviate um some mental health concerns that you have like of being like being alone that that's something that would really help you if you guys break up and you're living together what does that do for your mental health like we you have to think about it on both with both ways that it could go Mm -hmm. so there are some things that like we do that like could like risk versus reward kind of thing and i think it's acknowledging that um I understand if like this has been like your college apartment for all this time that like you want, I think it's like psychologically, I think it makes a lot of sense that like when you have a job, you want to be in like a new space. But I don't know if you ever considered you and this roommate that you have now that you've lived with, you and her moving into a new apartment together, like leaving this current apartment and like saying goodbye to the college life and starting fresh in this like new place. Um, Yeah, that was going to be my suggestion too. Because I also think that, like, if you're coordinating, you don't even like being your boyfriend's place alone and you don't like being your apartment alone. There is a level of like, is it kind of just going to be the same? Like, is when your boyfriend not home, are you just going to go hang out at your friend's house? Mm -hmm. Do what I mean? So like that kind of thing. Um, But I. Yeah, I think moving in with someone over like not like necessity but in the sense that it's yeah I think that that to me that scares me in the sense that it's relying a lot on circumstances that Mm -hmm. are kind of out of your control Mm -hmm. versus a friendship or like having a roommate or something that like there's not there's no there's not like a romantic uh obligations there so Mm -hmm. like yeah so that can be a lot more secure like secure and stable and so I think it's just about looking at it from risk and reward and like while I do think that I can totally see why this would really benefit what happened what if it blows up in your face do you know what I mean and then you have to move out and like that's a lot emotionally mental health wise to kind of deal with but at the same time if if you're like no i'd be okay like that i i'm okay with this potentially not working out that's a conversation all my friends and i have had like before moving in together like with like like boyfriends or whatever um like i was asking my friends like what if it doesn't i was like what happens if it doesn't work out and she goes we break up and i i fucking we've already talked about it i'm gonna get the apartment he'd move out and yeah. I was like, okay. And in this, I mean, but in this case, he owns a house. So she's going to be moving in and moving yeah. out regardless. Um, maybe, I don't, this might seem a little unconventional. If you're still worried about like moving in with him, what if in his, I don't know how big his house is, but what if you have like your own room in his house? It's like your own bedroom. 
And then like when you guys want to and you treat it like, you know, he's your roommate. And then when you guys want to spend time together, then you like, quote unquote, go over to his place and then go to his room. That's cute. Or or he comes to your room, whatever. You can switch it up. He comes to your place. She comes to you. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I was I what I thought you were going to suggest, which I think is also not a horrible idea, too, is like if he's got a house that he presumably lives in alone, would he also be open to like what like you guys move it? I mean, to be fair, I don't it would have to be a pretty big house because usually three wouldn't work. It would need to be four. But like, what if your roommate now moved in there? Like, does he have a guest house like in that she do it like in a way that it kind of makes it more like roommates versus like romantic. Mm -hmm. But I will also say, I think if it's just about like the space and like wanting a change of space, you're, there are a lot of other ways to do that versus then just moving in with him. Like having, and even if it's not the roommate that you've had now, like having another roommate Mm -hmm. moving in together. And then like, yeah, you spend almost every, (laughs) every night there at his place still. But then you just are you're banking these hours of this relationship and this time that you've been together that it can be more stable and sturdy like I moved upstairs Moss and I started dating in I don't know what year it was but October and I moved into a new place in uh January and we'd been friends forever he was already spending the night almost every night and all of that kind of stuff and his lease was up on his apartment right around the same time and him and his roommates were moving and like it was a conversation we had not been we'd been together for like I don't know four months or something like that and it was like okay well I'm already spending all this and I was like nah nah I'm not doing that like let's not move in like and to be fair he fucking moved into this apartment never even unloaded never slept in there once not not once spent a whole year paying rent at a place that he like would go back at but like I'm glad that we did mm-hmm. that because by the time we moved in together, even though like looking back on it, I'm like, okay, in theory, looking back on it, if he moved in with me, everything would have, I don't know that though. You don't know. I don't know that because though. It made still, me feel more comfortable. Yeah. You still have that other like lifeline that's out there just in case it does. It didn't work out. It did, but just in case, because what if and he, it didn't and he then he was on your lease and then he's mm-hmm. you guys have to decide what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think like in theory, it could have felt very romantic and like sweet and fun and like all of that kind of stuff. But like I have no regrets looking mm-hmm. back on it now at all. And neither does he like there was like a nice kind of like it was like a cushion. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't give him a key to the, my apartment until uh that like spring because I was shooting freakish and he would like, he would, he was spending that every night. And so like he would get there before me. And so that's when I gave him a key, but like all of that kind of stuff, like I really took it at the pace of which I was comfortable with and kind of like, I was overly cautious about all of it, but it made it by the time that we did move in together, we were like really excited and like really ready. And we didn't have any sort of, nerves or like any sort of like oh well, what if this doesn't blah mm-hmm. blah blah work out because there's a whole there's a very big difference from practically living together to living together yeah. and I think the only thing that really can help is just time because I do think once you hit one year 
like the first year of your relationship is like training wheels. You're like, you're probably not farting for the first like six months, three months. Like you're still getting to that comfort. And then like the next couple of years is when you really are really, really, really getting to know each other, even if you were friends before. And I think it's, I think it's just smarter. And maybe it's a month to month lease, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe you don't have like a, a full blown one year that you wait. So then it's like, oh, we've been dating for two years before we move in together. But yeah. Yeah. Just some thoughts. Think about it and decide what's best for you. Yeah. And you know what's best for mm-hmm. you. I don't think there's anything. Uh, I think that the best I would talk to if you have a therapist, I would definitely talk to your therapist um, about this. And if you decide to move in together, um, I think you need to have a like mental health kind of plan um, that involves a friend, not him. So if like something happens or something goes awry or like you guys get in a fight or something, and I don't necessarily know what triggers like your like depression or any of like suicidal ideation or anything like that. But if there's being able to have uh, a support system that exists outside of that house and outside of that relationship and making sure that those people are clued in once you guys move in together, because it can be pretty isolating once you move in with a partner that you don't want to have that be like that sole responsibility of not him but like of you guys as a couple Mm -hmm. but best of luck let us know what you decide to do and um good luck on your all of the finishing school becoming a teacher okay um should we get into our last call sure hi megan melissa and potential guests i'm calling because i i just don't know what to do right now so I'm uh, 22 years old in my last uh, semester of college, as it turns out, and uh, my mom kicked my dad out of the house last night because he was stupid enough to give personal information to someone who is for sure catfishing him. He's sent them naked photos of himself and gave them his banking information, which is shared with my mom, gave him our home address, gave him, gave this person on the phone pins to the bank account and everything. And we live in a state that is a no-fault divorce state. My mom's disabled, and we can't afford to be without him, but we can't be with him either because he's put us in a really dangerous place. And I know this isn't a lot of details and it's probably not making a lot of sense but I just, I just don't know what to do and I'm kind of freaking out of it because I'm I still live at home because I'm in school and we don't know what we can do so any advice you have on this I would greatly appreciate it thank you so much bye-bye I mean since all this happened and I'm sure it happened I just want to make sure that you guys like closed all the bank accounts and changed the pins and whatever you need to do to secure whatever's left of the finances but it seemed like all of it got blown and you can't even like file fraud because he gave them access to it what a fucking horrible dude Mm -hmm. what stupid Sorry, but sorry if you are not I shouldn't be mean to your dad but like I mean he oh my god done a lot of terrible things sending naked pictures like he cheated on her mom and then got swindled i don't know stupid maybe talk fucking i don't know maybe the first thing is just to talk to a lawyer and see if you have any type of right i think that might be the the thing to do 
I think you're right. I think that is it. Maybe because I'm not a lawyer at all. And so no actual lawyer get on me for giving any legal advice because I'm not. I'm giving an opinion. Maybe because the person lied about who they are, if they can say that it's fraud. Maybe. It does reference that there, like, are other avenues of, like, legal action that you can take that are just, it's just not in, like, the divorce specifically. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, knowing all of the information, get like, having a consultation from a lawyer would be, I think would be probably really helpful. Also, because if it's a joint, I think it also would also... would rely a lot on like technicalities. Mm -hmm. Like if it was a joint account and you didn't authorize it and one party did, like, is there ways to still claim fraud or like mishandlement of money? Or like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like certain stuff like that. Um, I would, yeah, I think talking to a lawyer and then sitting down with your mom and having a conversation with her about like what she needs from you and what you can do in like a day-to-day kind of thing because like yeah she's been put in a real both of you have been put in a really horrible horrible position um and supporting her and with what she wants to do with like you guys obviously making these decisions together but um being able to be there for her uh just on an emotional level too because like sometimes there are things that we can't fix Mm -hmm. but it can be hard uh when we want to fix them like desperately. And I think simultaneously while talking to a lawyer also just, you know, being there like emotionally for her uh, with going through all of this. Cause that's hell. Yeah. This is awful. What your dad did is awful. And you and your mom have the right to feel the way that you feel. And maybe have a conversation with your dad too and be like, this is this what you did is deplorable and like tug on the heartstrings mm-hmm. and be like we like maybe writing up a contract with a lawyer of uh we're going to get divorced but he is going to agree to pay x amount of money mm-hmm. because he took he, all the money's gone <laughs> like so it's whatever he's making in the future and so she has yeah. nothing your mom has nothing to fall back on nothing to support her because he was scammed and he allowed himself to be scammed through cheating on your mom like there's two things that happen here yeah oh we're gonna go to a break and then after that we have our update 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I 
love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective 
Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Thank you, caller, for being here. And so you, your call was in season seven, episode correct and uh you were the person who your mom thinks that you're in love with your sister's husband and you want him that's you bitch (laughs) stop that's stop i hope you know me and cammy crawford had a whole text call she was listening to the episode being like i'm losing my shit over this call and i was like oh i know we did and she's just she was she was very very much not okay with the situation so i'm very excited to let her know after we're done that we get an update Mm -hmm. oh my god yeah stop okay so so uh share a little bit and uh tell us what happened okay so um well yeah basically it was my um my brother's wife's birthday last year um and i it was far away so it was like an hour and a half drive i went with my sister and her husband instead of going with my parents um and basically i spent the evening with them my friends met us there and i don't know apparently i was like with him talking too much my mom because I think one thing you guys like misunderstood was that um you thought she was making fun of me or like joking but she was full-on like serious and angry because she like she was like no this is wrong what you're doing is wrong this crush that you have which I don't have is wrong and like she didn't want you know she didn't I don't know but she didn't want like she she didn't believe what I was saying and she was just like oh, this is wrong, you need to stop. I'm like, what am I doing? Um, and then I, like, basically, I had a phone meltdown. Like, I called my best friend crying. And she was like, what's happening? And I was like, ah, I don't know. And it was a mess. It was it was a mess. And then we never talked about it. So, yeah. You just, you never talked about it? No. I mean, afterwards, um, is that and I was like, intense and she was like i'm gonna tell your sister this is wrong um and i was like um and then afterwards i told my sister that was before covid Mm -hmm. um i used to go to school i had evening classes just one day and i was like she was pregnant at the time i would go by and she was trying she wanted to tell your sister and your sister's pregnant yeah yeah she was pregnant at the time but we didn't know at the birthday we didn't know we found out a little bit later um and I just, I would go to my sister and spend the afternoon there. And eventually I told her, I was like, listen, that night, because my sister is very, um, like, how do you say? She's very, like, uh, like she wants to know everything. And she knew something was wrong. So she kept bugging me. She was like, what, ha- what happened? What happened? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I told her. And she understood. She was like, okay. And then I I really, because my fear throughout all of this is um, that they would believe it. 
time yeah. they would think it's true so I was like just so you know it's not not true at all at all and then I told her that I, I like, freaked out because I didn't know what to do and it's a big moment so yeah and then fast forward to now I needed help for my class um I I mean I asked him for help a little bit but he's a pharmacist he's like in the process of buying the pharmacy so he was like really busy plus the baby was born so he was like also very very busy um so I ended up uh there was this one girl who's offering like tutoring for really cheap so I ended up like doing that I passed the class congratulations oh yeah thank you I have there's it was form one I have form two to go through this semester but I passed it so oh my god okay yeah so that's where we're at. Well, I'm glad you talked to your, you like went to your sister and talked to her and head on about it because I don't know if you're, well, you have on headphones. I know that she's near, but your mom's being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. What did your sister, what was your sister's reaction? Like, did she, cause I, I mean, I know that like sometimes when these things happen, like we can, uh, we can cat catastrophize. Is that the word for it? Like, or you like thinking that like, I would have been in the exact same boat, like worrying that that's what sh- she was going to believe mm. that. So like, was, was there any sort of hesitation there or like, did, was she like automatically like, yeah, no, of, uh, of course you don't have feelings for him. Like, I know that. Um, well, she, she knew, like, she knew what it was about. Like when I told her, she was like, oh yeah, makes sense. Cause um, How did on she that know? night, okay. well, yeah, on that night she went and talked to me cause on that night she wanted to know what was happening. She came one of those moments where I stopped crying for a little bit um she came and she's like what's happening I'm like I can't tell you and she's like I tried asking dad but dad doesn't want to say anything and my dad's in Aquarius by the way so he's very like I don't want to be involved in this <laughs> oh I don't know what um, that means <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah she wanted to know and I was like I don't know and then he came and he sat because we were sitting at a table and he came and I was like nope and then I left started crying called my best friend again <laughs> so she knew something was up um she was like okay that makes sense um but and she took it well but I don't I I don't know you know like I just we're not we're close but we're not close enough for me to know like if she's really okay or if she's like yeah a little you know I don't know so. And your brother-in-law's like 38, right? That's what you said? Uh, Like mid-30s. Yeah. Mid-30s. Yeah. And I know that you're an adult, but people at home are seeing you. You look really young. And yeah. people, uh, like... I look like a 15-year-old. I, I am aware. I would go even 12. Um, but <laughs> you, 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 you look... And Melissa can say that because Melissa also looks... always looks very young. But like... So like, that's the thing that like is so... I think is so wild about this. Like now having a face to the voice of this is that like, if he was into you, there would be so many more issues at play, which we know he's not. We know he's not like completely, but like, even in the fact that like having, having your mom like suggest that or like anything, like not only puts you obviously puts you specifically in a horrible situation, but like also for like, him like not only is this his sister-in-law but like you look very young for your age that like that's essentially like that's sus as fuck like sus as fuck and i cannot believe that your mom was like not yeah because we did assume it was kind of more in like a negging i guess negging is like romantic but like in a nagging kind of like pestering 
like light, not lighthearted, but like hurting your feelings with a smile kind of way versus like overtly like concerned and like very serious because that's like, you know, you're wearing headphones and like not to like put things in your head or whatever, but like, but that's so gaslighting to like, cause then that makes you question like, do I feel this way? Like someone is so, she's not making it a joke. So you can't brush it off like a joke. She's making it like this very serious thing. And then it makes you feel like, oh my God, this is a very serious thing that I have to address. And then it just makes you question, like, how am I acting? Mm -hmm. Am I acting in a way that's like doing this? Like, am I like, what am I, when it's not you, like that, like, that's just so, like, did she have a sister who like was in love with like her ex-husband or something? Like, is there like something, how do you get there as a parent? I don't like, honestly, I, but it's not the first time. Like it's yeah, you it's mentioned that time. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it it was really bad this time because like she, usually it's a little common. Like she's like careful or like don't do this, and I like I'm always like oh, whatever, and I rush it off. But, like this time she was like she like pulled me a sign in the back at a birthday like, party, and, like. <laughs> Of course you cry. Of course you fucking cry. It feels like she's projecting something, and I don't know where it's coming from, but it feels like she's projecting something that has happened in her past onto you. Or even if she did that, Mm -hmm. like if she had feelings for someone, like a friend's partner or something like that, that like she got burned and like didn't, it didn't work out. And so now, as opposed to like, just telling you a story about that and like teaching you a lesson in that way. She's just trying to like impose it, impose like her own story onto your life when it's not there. Like she's just like Melissa, she's like fully just projecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where it like, I I really don't know. I mean, her and my dad have like a pretty big age difference, but I don't think, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know, but it's, <laughs> the, it's not just with him though. Like i I, right now it doesn't happen because if you don't see anybody you're stuck inside mm-hmm. yeah 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 so like i mean i i saw my sister a few times but it was wrong guidelines approved um <laughs> um but it used to happen a lot um and then i don't know i just because like yeah he she thought my brother once um she made a comment like that your and, brother like, yeah my brother you um, having feelings for your brother yeah that's not but it wasn't yeah but like your biological brother well okay so just for reference um my dad had two got two guys two (laughs) two guys two kids (laughs) had two boys yeah um and with one lady had my sister with another lady and then me with my mom okay Um, so your half brother so but it's still your brother. It's, still it's your not your brother, brother yeah. by marriage. Yeah. Like it's, it's still, still your it's still your, your brother related brother. Exactly, and he's like very old. Well, thirty, not very old, but I mean, like compared, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, I have a half brother, and I am just and he's nauseous. so much older than you. He's, yeah, he's so much older than me. He's like, I, he's, I don't know, in his forties, maybe his fifties now. Like we have more than a twenty year age. Like you're gap. closer like, in age to his kids. Yes, his kids are closer in age than to me. So, like, I'm just, I'm now, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, I try, so 
me I'm I'm a very um like I'm not a touchy person at all like everybody's my family's like hugs I'm like oh I'm good <laughs> um and my this brother specifically he's like very touchy and he gives me hugs all the time and my sister too like everybody but I don't know and like we gave a hug and then my mom was like just a family she was like huh careful and I was like oh my god okay I just brushed it off but does your mom have siblings yeah she does she does. does she have a brother she has two brothers and a sister so i don't know not to put that in your head but like there is something going on here because like this is out like this was outlandish when it was like your bro when we thought she was talking about just your brother-in-law and she was doing it in a joking mm-hmm. like being mean to hurting your feelings but like not like a necessarily like concerned kind of thing but like we've got concerned and we have her making comments about your half brother, which I'm assuming if your brother's like older, you've not, he's been your brother your whole life. Right. Like that's, Mm -hmm. he's been, yeah. Yeah, Like, so that to me, mm -hmm. he's your brother. Like he's your brother, regardless of like who his, uh, regardless of who his mom is, Mm -hmm. because like, since you've been born and you've existed on this earth, like that man has been your brother. Like, do you and your mom have any other, like, uh, like relationship issue like wise like do you guys would you say that this is like obviously this like imposes on every aspect of your relationship like with her but like are there other parts that you guys like struggle with like other different you don't have to be specific but I'm just curious if like this is like the one thing that you guys constantly are going over or if you guys have more of a strained relationship even if it's just on your end and she has no idea Mm -hmm. no here's the thing not at all we're like me and my mom are like so close um very 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 close like I'm way closer to my mom than I am to my dad and that's why it hurts more yeah because we're like super close and we talk all the time and we're like I don't know we're always really really close but then whenever there's other family members around or my brothers are there or my sister is there we're at a family gathering it kind of changes and like I don't know. I have to be careful of like how I act yeah. and whatnot. So yeah, that's, I think that's why that day it affected me so yeah, much. Yeah, And then you've got yeah. all that like, family there that, and you've already, you're already like on guard as it is. Huh? Yikes. Does she yeah. ever, do you ever feel like, um, and this is me therapizing her, but you had said that all of your siblings have different moms. Do you ever feel like she kind of, treats this as like you guys are on a team like it's you and her together and like not that it's like then everybody else is involved or whatever but like do you feel like she really it's like she's trying to protect you from being close to yeah them. she's re- that she's really tethered to you mm-hmm. specifically and your relationship with her is different intentionally different she's she's having her re- controlling her relationship with you in the sense that she doesn't want you to have that closeness with anyone else in the family because she feels like you are her tether to the family do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah well i know that my sister when my mom started dating my dad and she got pregnant when me, my sister and her had a really big falling out and my sister actually went to live with her grandma in venezuela um when she was 14 and then she came back she came back to Canada um, a couple of years ago, but up until then, uh, she wasn't living with us. And I, I was only talking to her like, on the phone, but I I think when I was two years old, she went to live with her grandma in Venezuela. So um, 
like I didn't really grow up with her and then I know that her and my mom right now they're okay but I know that they had a big falling out I'm not sure what it is exactly but so maybe I don't know yeah it does seem like she's regardless of like how close you are like people who like love us and care about us and they can be like really great people but like project their own issues like onto us and our relationships like it just happens um and it does seem like she is somewhat viewing you as simultaneously like kind of a pawn in like a bigger game orchestrated with this whole family but then also kind of as an extension of herself in a way Mm -hmm. so I yeah I mean I would I would honestly suggest because you guys are close I think that like having a conversation with her and being like hey mom I like love you so much this theme that has kind of happened through the course of my life makes me feel really uncomfortable and like makes me like it's it's giving me not to like I'm not saying like if it was me I'd be like this is giving me anxiety in the sense that like I have like I'm on guard and on high alert when I'm around my family because I'm like second guessing everything I'm doing not because like I'm thinking that I'm doing something is because like I have your voice in my head that like is baseless like all of this is so baseless and I want to get to the bottom of this like can we go talk to like a therapist Mm -hmm. together to kind of figure this out because like this is so like you are not anyone it would be so above their head in this situation because this is like prime this is like what therapists are exist for because like what she's doing is not logical and it 100% stems from whether it's her own life or her own or her own it's just on her and so there's nothing that you can really nothing that anyone can really do besides like a professional to kind of like unpack that because who knows if she's even really aware why she's doing it or anything like that that like sometimes we try and protect people from doing things that we've done so much because we haven't processed the stuff that we've done so like whether like regard like if she's had something similar with a friend or a family member or even if it was along the lines of like this is like unresolved issues that she had when her and your dad got together and like whether like if if there was some infidelity with his like previous like partner um your sister's mom or like if there was anything like that where she becomes like on high alert for like the quote-unquote other woman because like maybe she was that or maybe like there was another person who tried to infiltrate her relationship and like it could honestly all of it could literally predate your you your dad and this whole family it could be something from so much like farther back mm-hmm. and all of that so i think that that's something that's going to be like so crucial in this because like this is this is so not fair to you and like there is you can't just like internalize this and just kind of go on because the issue of it is like like you've said before, this was the time that it got like the most serious. I'm pulling you aside at a party. It's concerning. Like it's no longer those little comments. Like it's escalating regardless of the fact that you've been adjusting your behavior to prepare for how she's going to react. And all that shows is that it's not at the same speed. Like how she's increasing all of like this, whether it's like paranoia or her response to it, you, you haven't been able to catch up to like get ahead of those things because you're not it and you shouldn't be expected to like that's something that she needs to figure the fuck out and i think going to therapy together would be crucial because it's directly affecting your life Mm -hmm. and i think a therapist would be able to help so much because this is like not i say this with love this is like so not normal yeah and you shouldn't feel obligated to normalize it either 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Regardless of how much you love your mom, like it doesn't have anything to do with like how great of a person she is or anything like that. Like it's just she's repeatedly shown that she's doing something that makes you really uncomfortable. And there it's it's like a visceral innate reaction that she has that like needs to be that needs to be dealt with before she can stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, my mind I mean, is blown. Yeah, I mean, she would love that idea because, like, my mom loves therapy. She's like, yeah. So, does she go to therapy? Ah, <laughs> uh, she used to. Okay, not yeah, bring it up. She, I think yeah, bring she it went up. to therapy with my dad and my sister. She talked to me about that one. So, uh, did that yeah, help? Um, well, I think so because she's in good terms with my sister now. She doesn't yeah. really. I like. I don't know exactly what happened. Um, I know that like there wasn't anyone else involved because my sister's mom passed away mm. before my dad and my mom but um uh yeah okay yeah so because the reason why i didn't really want to talk because i don't want to just randomly bring this up because it hasn't happened in so long yeah i haven't seen anybody else uh, but, but it's still something thing. yeah but well, it's still something you have- that that you you're still dealing with though yeah Mm -hmm. And you're recognizing that the reason why it hasn't happened in so long is only because you haven't seen people. It's not that she's changed her behavior. And that can be hard. I've been there where it's like, you don't want to bring something up because you're like, oh, but things are really good right now. And like, this isn't happening. And like, I don't want to like have this start happening again, but it will inevitably happen again and like getting ahead of it. And I honestly think addressing those, these issues, especially when it comes to therapy, when it's not actively happening is the best way to do Mm -hmm. it because it's how you get the most progress done and the most shit done. Like when you're so upset and like angry and anything, like we have to guard our own feelings and our emotions. It's like the same way, like when you're crying in the bathroom, like you're like, I can't talk about, like I'm going to call my best friend who's not here, but like I can't have a conversation with anybody who's here about this, which is like a completely normal reaction. And so if you guys can be like stepping away from the situation with clarity, looking back on this and talking about it, like, I think that it will be so much more productive. And I think it's great. If your mom like loves therapy, I think like you said, like you think she'll, she'll be like very okay with this. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's consciously doing, I don't think she recognizes what she's doing, why she's doing it and how it's affecting you. And that's something that like she can change like that behavior can completely change and i think knowing more information would be helpful because about like the situation like learning all of this kind of stuff because sometimes parents try there's like a fine line parents really try and protect us and they don't tell us anything uh, or parents overshare and tell us way too much and like that's not as a kid you shouldn't be like carrying the weight of that but there is an in-between where when something is affecting you you have every single right to know why and how it's come about and like the origin of it. So then you don't internalize it and put it on you and put the blame on you. Not that you are or that you should at all, but like, that's what that information does. Mm -hmm. Like that information goes, oh, okay, this is something that's completely unrelated to me and isn't anything that I'm doing. So me going above and beyond to try and like overcompensate and prepare for her reaction, I, there's nothing I can fucking do. Like that's a liberating fucking feeling when you get to that point. And Mm -hmm. I think- I mean, I'm going to want an update after you guys go to therapy because yeah. I am. <laughs> or even after you have the conversation with her about going to therapy. I know, but I, this is, this is on me though. I run away from confrontations. Like it's the fucking place. <laughs> I like I, ta- I, I, like I turn around the pot. I can't like address something. Even, even if I'm like, okay, let's talk. And then like, well, you know, um, and then I start laughing and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. 
Would you write her an email or like a letter or text? Like, could you put it in writing? And like, I want to overcompensate for that kind of stuff where it's like, I feel really awkward asking about this because this hasn't come up in so long. And you know that I hate confrontation. So like, I just would love if we could go to therapy to like discuss this. And um, if you just like, will you just reply yes, if you want to, and then let's not talk about it until we go to therapy. Damien, yeah. like you, you can a lot for that. You don't have to like have this, like you can be unconfrontational in a confrontation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think. Like yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So and either. like, and letting her know that like, hey, I don't feel necessarily comfortable talking about this until we go to therapy. Like, let's just keep it on this email and then we'll talk about it once we get there. And I think she'd respect that because I mean, she's, if she, she's been in therapy before and if she's been in therapy, especially if you've been in therapy with your brother, I mean, your, uh, uh, your dad and your sister, sister, Mm -hmm. a huge part of therapy is like, uh, a lot of therapists, our our couple therapists has always suggested like table things that you want to talk about. That's like couple related till you're in therapy. Like this is the place to do it. You don't have to have these extra, like on your own sessions, like talking before and after, like you can table it until then. So I think she probably, I would assume a therapist has already gone over that kind of stuff with her. So she'd be pretty used to that of like saving those conversations to be moderated by a therapist. Wow. This took so many turns. It did. (laughs) But thank you for sharing. Yeah. Of course. I had a crazy year, but uh, (laughs) at least I could share it. Yeah. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening, watching, joining us here as we have changed, I'm sure, the hearts and minds of so many people. <laughs> if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Like we said at the start of the episode, keep it under three minutes, write it down, practice. You got to be 18 or over or have your parents permission to call in. And um, please don't message us asking for advice. That's what the show's for. There are no other avenues for us to give advice. Just the show. Mm -hmm. And if you're uncomfortable with your real voice, use a voice changer app. People have done it all the time or not. And then if someone asks if it's you, just lie. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a good lol fib. Sometimes there are. But, yeah, this, in this case, hey, it's fine. It's, it's cool. Just, or just own it. Um, our Facebook group, we have linked down below. Um, friendly reminder, uh, please read all of the questions and answer all of the questions when you are trying to join the Facebook group. Um, and you don't get points for making us laugh. No, be yourself. If so, you're trying to make us laugh, it's just going to make us cringe. It does. So I would rather you answer, like we don't know you guys as well as you all know us. So when you answer something that's like kind of like sarc, it sounds like I'm making a joke and being funny. I don't know that you're making a mm-hmm. joke. I mean, I can, I'm assuming that it's a joke, but we do our due diligence with accepting people into the group. So um, I'm not asking you to be the most earnest person in the entire world, but just be truthful to answer the questions. Yeah. It's not it's not like a a platform to like showcase. It's not uh, improv or open mic. That's not what we're looking for. We're, not we're looking, looking for, like, for honest your answers. SNL packet. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, though. And please read um, all of them, because uh, I mean, we'll say it here because this is it has literally nothing to do with helping you get in. Um, 
but it is required to have public socials linked. Um, one, great, multiple, fantastic. Um, and you need those to get in. And that's just like point blank. If you send me your hairstylist account, that does not count, <laughs> nor does your dog's Instagram, nor does a baby's, um, that does not count. Uh, or just, you, you know, you just, this is, this is us making sure that you're real people, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, join our Patreon, support the show. Anything else? Nah. Follow us. By the next time yeah. that you guys see us, we'll have a new president. <gasps> maybe, actually, maybe the current one while we're recording it has been taken out. Yeah, someone and, might be like in term for a little bit. Yeah. Mine's going to pop on over to the Biden. Oh, wow. Who had this on their 20, um, 21 bingo card? No one. I had it on my 20... Well, I, I had, had it on my, on my 2020. I thought it was going to happen during Me the election. Too. Yeah. And I, th- I thought it was going to happen like November, maybe December. Mm-hmm. But like I did... But I was naive. Yeah. If we were paying more attention than we would have known because they talked about it everywhere. Well, it does make sense now because, you know, all of those fucking comments on my Instagram that was like, you'll you'll see on you'll see on December um, 6th, January just wait 6th. Till, no, Jan- January 6th. Just wait until then. And everybody's like counting down the days. And I'm like, OK, I'll loop back then. And now I'm like, holy shit, looping back. <laughs> fuck you. Holy fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to start Venmo requesting them all again. Did you ever get any money? No, but I did find them on Venmo. Just so they know that you know. Yeah, it has been very helpful. I've had a lot of people who've like just slid into the DMs going, hey, by the way, found their Venmo. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Doing the Lord's work. Thank you. Um, All right. Well, well, bye, guys. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.